we're live. I'm watching Studio Dog Charlie. As he, he's right at my feet, but he's chewing on a, his blanket that he's supposed to lay on and be quiet. Good morning and welcome back. This is the Pete Braley Show. I'm Pete Braley. This is my son, Matt. That's me. And uh, we missed you yesterday. We, do, we I, did. Yeah, I did. We I did. did. I, it was his choice to uh, to take the day off. Yeah, I thought, you know, we treat ourselves and take the observed holiday off, but uh, we found out some kids in town didn't eat dinner last night, right? Yeah. Yeah, people rely on us to, yeah. uh, to feed the children. Matt ran into our, uh, our neighbor, and uh, Marla was saying, hey, you guys going to be back on tomorrow because what? She... Yeah, she says, uh, she, says she, she watches our show while she cooks dinner. So she always jokes whenever I see her. Whenever we don't do a show, she's like, the kids kids didn't eat tonight. Yeah, no dinner so, for the uh, kids. So, so we need to feed the kids. That's yeah. why we're here. That's the only reason we're here is to yeah. feed the kids. But but shout out Marlo, Marlo and the kids over well, there. Well, we care. We, 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 we're like a Hallmark card. We yes, care. that's yeah. it. Yeah. How was your holiday weekend? We had a quiet weekend. Uh, all the kids were in Virginia except for Matt, who had to work. Yes. So he was in a mall all this weekend. Tons of fun. Yeah. But we did have some burgers and steak and... Potato salad. Gross. Potato salad. Uh, Priscilla only made a small bowl this time uh, since you made your feelings known. Well, I also think that in the past she's made a ton of potato salad, and I feel like we've just had potato salad for weeks. Which I'm okay with, but there was pasta salad. Ask her to make you some more. I I don't know what to tell you. But there was pasta salad. So so we had pasta salad the the night before, so I had leftover pasta salad. Yeah, so he didn't have to worry about the potato salad i also went to the library the uh, Fairhaven library on uh, saturday the millicent library and it it just felt so good you know to be back to normal and i i wrote a sunday column about it at peeprelly.com if you want to check that out but uh it's just something i buy and of course we have the most beautiful library in the world you know the the millicent library so. it's a bold statement i don't i don't think we've been to every library in the world I mean, I'm not saying our library isn't beautiful. It's it's most definitely beautiful. Right, but, um, right. That's that is a big statement. That's true. Maybe now I've challenged myself. Yeah, yeah. More homework. So, before we get going, a reminder: uh, if you like what we do here, please click like on our videos. Maybe share them, videos or posts, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not so far. And we're also available where all of your podcasts are, all of your podcast sources. Welcome to National Fried Chicken Week. I love fried chicken. It's fried chicken week? It's fried ch- I'm sorry, fried chicken day. Oh, I was like, yeah. wow, all week we're going to have fried <laughs> chicken. a lot of fried chicken. Huh? I just want to know. See, I think this could definitely be a day, but I just want to know if it was created by, like, KFC. Uh, it did not say. I would be less um, I would be less interested if it was created by, like, a KFC. Yeah. Just because. What happened, what happened the other night? We were talking. We were... Uh, You've introduced me to Popeye's chicken, yeah, which is pretty good. But I, yes, it's no Chick Fil A. I'm still true. I'm still a KFC guy. But the other night, I called it Kentucky Fried Chicken, and you were like, "Look at you!" Yeah, he said the full name. I don't, I don't really know what that was about. Every every now and then, he he does something random like that. I grew up with the full name. It was always known as Kentucky Fried Chicken, but then I guess when they wanted to be more health conscious, they called it KFC. Well, yeah. They didn't change anything. They oh, just no. took the fright out of the word. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what was it the other night though? Um, there was something else about Popeyes. There was something else about Popeyes. Oh no, we were just it? talking about how it wasn't as good as Chick Fil A. Um, I don't know. I forgot. I, Look I at this. I... Look at this professional talk show. I'm introducing a subject that I have no idea what I was about to say. Thank you, and that, I... that's going to do it for us today. Good night. Um, and that's going to be it.
Kids can eat. We're good. I'm going to turn the camera back on the professional and fry in this corner over here. <laughs> it might come to you as we... I think we... Uh, I think our top three would be Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, KFC. I think I think it would go that way. Yeah. On the uh, date book for today, it is July 6th, and this is show number 23. Uh, on this day in 1933, the first Major League Baseball All-Star game was played. The American League won, by the way, in case you're keeping score. 4-2, to two, it was played at Comiskey Park in Chicago. Babe Ruth hit uh, the first All-Star home run. On this day in 1945, Abbott and Costello's film The Naughty 90s was released, featuring the version, the longest version of their Who's on First routine, which came up yesterday in my memories. I was going to say, I thought I heard you yeah. watching that yesterday. Who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. What's the name of the guy? I don't know. Exactly. Third base. Yeah. So. Uh, John Lennon, a 16-year-old John Lennon, met a 15-year-old Paul McCartney, on this day in 1957, they met for the first time as Lennon's rock group, The Quarrymen, performed uh, at a church dinner. So can you imagine if Paul said, nah, I don't want to go. History may guess, have been changed. I guess that's why you always got to say yes. Yes. Uh, on this day in 1965, the rock group Jefferson Airplane was formed. And on this day in 1994, the movie Forrest Gump was released. I don't think I've ever seen the movie front, like start to finish. Whole thing? I was about to say front to back. I'm yeah. just having an off day today. I guess that's how you watch movies, front right. to back. You're having a Monday? Um, a yeah, Tuesday. I don't know what it is um, today. But, but yeah, no, you've I never seen the whole movie? I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen sat down and seen the full movie. I saw it in the theater. I remember going to see it. It's really showing off the, the age theater. right here. Yeah, right. Uh, celebrity birthday, Sylvester Stallone is 75 today. 75. Um, Curtis James Jackson III is 46 today. Do you know who that is? Uh, I saw the outline, so okay. I'm biased. 50 Cent. Yes. Or 50 Cent, right? I, I never knew his full name, Curtis James Jackson. And the comedian Kevin Hart is 42. Coming up today, we have an online butcher who is offering round hot dogs. A third of adults say they are stuck in style limbo after the pandemic. Some red flags that a job will suck just from the description. And we'll check in with our friend Taylor Cormier. Taylor Cormier sings Sinatra is coming up in Providence on July 10th. We had a chance to talk to him yesterday on his uh, one, one of very few days off. Well, we had a chance to talk to him yesterday and we'll share that with you later in the hour. Yeah, real quick, uh, we do have some chats. Abby says good morning. Good, good morning, morning, Abby. She also says her day was off without us yesterday. Well, yeah, it felt, it felt off without doing the show. It's funny because we sat down to do the interview <laughs> at a little bit, at a little bit later yeah. than normal, but we were like, it feels like we're about to do a show, but it we does. weren't. We weren't. Yeah. Um, Bruce David said good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Bruce. And Gail says happy morning, and she also says her day was off as well. Her day was off without. Well, yeah. it feels great to be to be wanted. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It really does. So nice to be. So wanted. we're just gonna have to do a show seven days a week. It's gonna get boring fast, guys. <laughs> we're gonna run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Especially, I don't well, have as many things to complain about as you might think. And on Sunday, do I have to preach? I guess. I guess so. Huh? See, the, Sunday's the Lord's Day, so that's I don't think it? we're allowed to do a podcast. I, I don't think you can podcast on Sundays. Oh, no? No. Okay. I'll I think that's that the up. podcast rules. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to know how your fourth was, how your weekend was. We had uh, ugly weather here in yeah. southeastern it Massachusetts. It poured on Saturday. It yeah. poured. Pouring rain on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Bristol and I did go off for a drive. We went to, we went on a drive to nowhere. It was like, you want to take a right here? You want to take a left? It's like a high school thing. Yeah, it was kind of cool. that in high school. 
We were out in uh, we were out in the country, out in uh, the town of Rochester and Middleborough, Wareham. I was looking for a nice farm stand or something, but there weren't as many as I remember in the past. Maybe because so. it was about to pour. Maybe. Yeah. I always know it's bad is if I can hear it in the mall. Sometimes oh. you can hear the rain in the mall. Oh, can you really? And that's when it's really bad. Yeah. Wow. And that was on Saturday. All right, let me get to the news this morning, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to uh, comment in the chat, let us know how your fourth was, if anything great happened. Uh, by the way, Charlie survived the fireworks just fine. He did, yeah. Yeah, I know he's, he's got a fan on Charlie Chats that was worried about how he would do, and he was fine. Uh, what was it, Sunday night? He was barking at what, like eleven at night or something like that? Or we we got yeah, lights it was, out already. It was late, yeah. We've gone lights out already, and all of a sudden he's standing on the bed, uh, barking, and he can see out Priscilla's window. So I kind of think maybe people were wrapping up from being at the beach, leaving parties, and he was just barking because there was movement. Yeah. Once we closed the blinds, he he was fine. I don't know why you guys so. didn't go with the AC because that way there would have been. I did that last night. I went with the AC with the windows closed, and uh, there were quite a few fireworks last night, too, and he was fine. All right, so let's go in the news today. Firefighters in Brockton had a busy night Sunday, and they are blaming fireworks. Brockton Fire says four people are now homeless after a house fire caused by firework debris broke out overnight. The fire happened to a home on Martin Street shortly after 11 o'clock and was one of five total fires caused by firework debris. There have uh, not been any reports of injuries, thank goodness. A dock and several boats caught fire in Westport early Monday morning. The fire department said the flames were reported at about sunrise along the drift road side of the east branch of the Westport River. The harbor master helped corral a boat that began to float away when the fire burned through the dock lines. No injuries were reported and the cause is under investigation. The 2022 Massachusetts governor's race now has its first Republican candidate. Former state rep Jeff Deal announced his candidacy for governor of Massachusetts on Sunday by unveiling a new look on his website. Deal is 52 years old. He's from Whitman. He served the 7th Plymouth District on Beacon Hill for eight years, and he ran for the U.S. Senate in 2018 but lost in the November election to Elizabeth Warren. Two people have died following a car crash that happened on Sunday night in New Bedford. At approximately 7.45 Sunday night, troopers responded to reports of a single car crash on Route 140 northbound. Police say the crash killed both the driver and the passenger inside the vehicle. They have been identified as a 38-year-old man and a 35-year-old woman, both from Newport News, Virginia. According to a preliminary investigation, the vehicle was traveling northbound, in the left lane, and for reasons unknown at this time, they exited the roadway into the uh, median, into a guardrail, then traveled over the median before striking a tree. Both died. And the 4th of July would not be complete without the annual running of Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And it's no surprise that Joey Chestnut has taken home the grand prize once again, doing so after breaking his own record. On Sunday during the contest, Chestnut earned his 14th title in 15 years, managing to consume 76 hot dogs plus the buns in 10 minutes, one more than the world record he set in 2020. 76 hot dogs plus buns. I mean, hey, when you're good at something, 
My man has mastered the craft. And the guy is, is relatively thin, too. Have you noticed? Yeah. Have you seen pictures of him? It's just crazy how he keeps beating his own records. Like, I, know. I know. Like, he doesn't, he's not just the best because <laughs> keep, he keeps beating himself. Red Sox win again, and they hold uh, Shohei Otani to a single on his birthday. Sports coming up in just a minute, but uh, talking about hot dogs, an online butcher is offering round hot dogs, and social media is confused by the meat. This is what it looks like. The round hot dogs went viral, but social media users were confused, saying, isn't a round hot dog just bologna? That's what I thought. It's just a thicker cut of bologna. That's literally all it is. Okay. Uh, his name is uh, Rastelli. Rastelli's round hot dogs are flat and fit better on a hamburger bun than a hot dog bun. The round hot dogs went viral and uh, wrote, uh, Rastelli, rather, says his round hot dogs differ from bologna. That's what I was trying to find. Because they use black Angus beef and premium pork chopped together, not fully liquefied like some traditional bologna. See, to me, that means nothing. <laughs> um, and that still seems like bologna. I, I know. I'm down to try it, though. It looks, Are you really? I mean, the picture looks pretty good. Yeah. But because it also it reminds me of Spam. Because spam's like a thick cut kind of ham, True. but so this, it seems this, better than spam. This is a little thicker than than uh, bologna. It's yeah. a thicker cut. That's what it looks yeah. like. That's what I'm seeing. Grilled or steamed? That's a good question. Probably <laughs> because normally probably grilled. Yeah, because you like your steamed hot dogs. But, yeah, but I would say grilled was, though. Yeah. He grilled the one in the picture, and it looks pretty good. Oh, if I get that it? exact one, I'm down to try. <laughs> So we shall try. Yeah. Yes. Let him know that I'm interested. I don't know what Charlie's doing behind your chair over there. Charlie's awakened. Charlie this morning woke up an hour before the alarm. Don't you hate that? Yes, I do. Because I'm the one that has to. Take I, well, I'm yeah. still in the boot here. So I I called Matt at 555, I think. Yep. And I said, I'm sorry. But he's he was whining. He was standing on the bed whining, which makes me think. He, no, he had to go. We went yeah. outside. He, he did his business strictly. Yeah. He knows with me. When it's that early in the morning, it's strictly business. No mm-hmm. messing around. We go out, we do the business, we mm-hmm. come back in. That's it. But uh, but yeah, it was a it was a rough morning. An hour before the alarm. Abby oh. said I was thinking it looked like spam. Yeah, that was my first reaction. What was? But uh, it looks like a better spam. What was uh, was it? Cat or Sarah was? We were FaceTiming with them last night because Cat and Josh are in Virginia Beach um, because uh, Liam's daycare is on vacation. And Cat was, or Sarah was saying that they saw a news clip from Hawaii where spam is like super popular. Yeah, it's locked up in those. And they um, have it in a lot, like, you know when you buy razor blades at the the store? They're in a little lock case. The spam is in a lock case so people won't steal it. I love that. To me, that's that's amazing. (laughs) Uh, In sports from last night. Rafael Devers hit a two-run homer and drove in three runs, and second baseman Christian Arroyo threw out Shohei Otani from right field on a uh, on a ground ball for the final out of the game. Red Sox with a 5-4 to four victory over Los Angeles last night. The Red Sox outfield killing it. Mm-hmm. Arroyo also homered for the American League-leading Red Sox, who held Otani to a single on his 27th birthday, and they improved the majors' best road record to 27-15. and 15. They play again tonight at 9.40. Yeah, did you see, was it in the Oakland series? Um, 
JD Martinez, he threw somebody out of the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, last night, Kike Hernandez robbed a home run. Nice. Yeah. They, they are on fire. You're yeah. right. Uh, Montreal beat the Lightning 3-2 to two in overtime to stay alive in the Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa does lead that series three games to one. And the NBA Finals are set. Here we are after the 4th of July, and they're just getting to the Finals. It'll be Milwaukee at Phoenix for Game 1 of the NBA Finals tonight. I just like it because it's two different teams. Yeah, that's normal. true. Yeah, and you got to love... Um, I guess Milwaukee's gone crazy because they haven't been in the playoffs, what did I read, since the uh, 70s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, It is official now as Blake and Gwen did tie the knot this weekend. We'll have that story next in entertainment news. But as the world starts to reopen, more than one in three Americans say they are stuck in a style limbo. 36% feel they have nothing to wear after 14 months without dressing up for any special occasions. The average American has purged an average of seven items from their wardrobe because they no longer fit. More than half of Americans say that their personal style is now all about being comfortable. In fact, two in five add that following the pandemic, they will dress comfortably for the rest of their lives. I mean, sometimes you just can't, let's be honest. Yeah, if you go into a formal function right well i mean like even well this is also just because you know nana imprinted this in our brain but like <laughs> you don't you don't go out like in 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 sweatpants looking sloppy you know or like you're you're at home everybody has at home sweatpants and like yeah. sweatpants they yeah. go out in but like nana's big thing was you always had to like get yeah. dressed to go out in public so. that was my mom my, so my, you'll probably never catch me out in public without jeans or or like khaki shorts on or something my mother used to say that uh you never know if you're gonna meet the lord today so you pretty gotta, gruesome thing gruesome thing to say but i mean <laughs> so you should look your best but yeah yeah your sister's we've, we've like all, that we've all been like yeah, that. They, yeah they will not my my kids will not wear sweatpants god forbid pajama pants yeah but that's uh, why it always felt so weird to like wear sweatpants to school and stuff i was a big jeans and jeans and sperry's guy in uh, yeah in high school yeah but yeah style limbo i don't know i wear like the same stuff all the time i have I, noticed I can't really tell yeah i have noticed though that uh and and i've mentioned this to you before there you know i I love suits, but I don't have anything to wear them. I guess we need to have, we no, have I, Funky Shirt Friday. Yeah. What can we do for suits? Oh, you want to have a, a, a suit day? Well, first I'll need to get a suit because yeah. I outgrew my last the suit. The last one you had, you were smaller. Yeah, so I guess I need to get a suit first, and then we can have suit. I don't know. There's what I'm trying to think it of a, a good name. We, well, the two S days, we don't do a show. That's right. That's right. So, I don't know. Someone give us a name for it. Maybe we'll do suit suit something there just doesn't seem to be that i mean i used to i used to dress uh i used to wear a tie and dress nicely to go to church but even that's more laid back now you know wow church is laid back what would the lord say about that pete i think the lord would be happy you just stop trying i don't think the lord cares how you're dressed as long as you show up i would hope not imagine that it's like nah only gonna hear your prayers if we weren't a shirt and tie (laughs) sorry man he, you dress like you that? Forgot the, you forgot the tie. No cufflinks today? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, entertainment news, just one story for you this morning, and that is that Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are married. The two tied the knot on Sunday at Shelton's Oklahoma ranch, according to multiple reports. According to Page Six on the New York, they were the first to report the news. The ceremony took place in a new chapel on Shelton's property, which he had built just for the big day. 
Does that say I love you or what? I'm, honey, I'm going to build you your own chapel. The bar is set high now. If you if you ain't building chapels, then it's not it's not love. We had a rumor, I think, didn't we, that they had gotten married a few weeks ago. I was just about to say you're very invested in this story. You've been you've been following this for like a oh, month yeah. now. Yeah, I do like Blake. I do I do like Blake's um, and and yeah. even his uh, even his works with Gwen. They've done a couple of numbers yeah. together. Yep. Yeah. So there you have it with your uh, news for Tuesday. Uh, we do have a follow up for you. Uh, my daughter Cat was on the show Friday. And uh, she she was here telling us about. But did anyone try the uh, watermelon with mustard over the Fourth uh, of July? No, because that's disgusting. Well, she tried it, right? She said it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was good, but it wasn't yeah. bad. So, anyway, she mentioned that she was going to try Gator at a Fourth of July party in Virginia. How did it go? Well, we have the tape. Okay, we're trying our alligator. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers. Happy fourth. Oh. It's not bad. Oh. What do you think, Josh? Cat? It tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Very good. Didn't you have, was it was it Justin that told you it tasted like a salty chicken? Yeah, a couple of people yeah. said that on, on uh, Friday, I think it was. I do have to say a couple things about Sarah. First off, she successfully has adopted a mom voice, like, completely. You think like, so? Did you, I mean, did you hear that? We're trying mm-hmm. the gator. Everybody, everybody. Everybody. You know, Kat's yeah. 24, I think. Yeah. God, I hope I didn't yeah. get that wrong. But Kat's 24, and she's just like, okay, Kat, how was it, sweetie? <laughs> everyone into Don't the forget mini- to drink, okay? Everyone Hyd- into the mini Hydrate, people. Hydrate. Stay hydrated. I also have to say that her camera skills were lacking a little bit in the beginning of that video. We were spent, they? like, the first half of the video on the wagon, like, to the left of Cat. You couldn't oh, even see anything. Oh, so oh. I, I only kid because she can take it. There was but, a uh, picture of the gator. Uh, there was a picture of all the food uh, down at this cookout. Uh, and there was a picture of the gator with some chicken and stuff, but... I, I didn't know how that would go over first thing this morning. To see oh, a I don't know. I didn't see the picture. You didn't see the picture no, of the, the gator with the Did chicken they send in his it mouth? In the, in the group chat? Because we, no, we have a Snapchat family group chat. It's the greatest thing because you don't need to. Whenever there's a big. Like, Kat and Sarah got tattoos yesterday. Yeah. And they didn't need to, like, text each person a picture or anything. They just put it in the Snapchat group chat and we all yeah. just. We all chatted up. No, the picture of the gator was on a uh, Facebook post. That's right. You, pro- you uh, might not have seen that. but Okay. Yeah, this was a uh, party that was at my uh, my son Doug lives in a cul-de-sac, and yeah. they uh, he's good friends with his neighbors on both sides, which is great because it doesn't always happen, you know. Yeah. yeah. But he's good friends with the neighbors on each side, and they throw like cul-de-sac parties where they set up tables with all the food, and of course, he, both of his neighbors are chefs. Yeah. So that kind of helps, you know. Yeah, he lucks out. Yeah. <laughs> I will say he's like the. Uh... He's like the Chevy Chase of summer holidays. Chevy Chase of summer holidays. The three of them combined are oh, like the Chevy oh, Chase yeah. of, of cookouts. They, they throw make... massive, massive cookouts. Yeah. It has to be the biggest, the best, and mm-hmm. most obnoxious, but the most fun. That's, uh, that's, that's how I can sum it up. Fortunately, I don't think they have any Chevy Chase mishaps. You know, like the yeah. uh, vacation movies. Yeah. True. They don't have yeah. any of those. But So, people checking in this morning? or Yeah, let's see. Um... Fresh Suit Friday was a suggestion. The only issue is we have Funky, funky shirt, shirt Friday. Friday. Yeah. So we would either have to move Funky Shirt Friday to a different day. Right. Or we have to wear suits with funky shirts underneath, which, I mean, I'm not opposed to. That, that sounds could interesting. Work. That could work. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Abby says kids are doing it tonight. Oh, the watermelon and mustard. Challenge. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll see. Let yep. us let, let us, us know, know how that goes. Um, and Abby also says that Sarah has adopted the mom voice. She really has. Yeah. She really has. That's not all the time, but I don't know why she found it fitting for that video. And she also said, I thought their movie night was pretty cool. Yeah, they had an, uh, they set up a projector outside in the cul-de-sac. And they had uh, they had an outdoor movie night. It was pretty cool. Was it, were they using a screen or a sheet? I can't remember. Uh, that was, I don't know. I think it was cool. a sheet. Yeah, they were all sitting out having that. So. Yeah. All right. Time for Braley's Bizarre But True. This is a collection of bizarre stories that I find, but they're evidently true, you know, because I check different sources. Because it's on the Internet, so... If it's on the Internet... That means it's true. It's got to be true, right? Yeah. Yeah. A couple who chained themselves together for three months as a test of their love has now broken up. The Ukrainian couple spent 123 days together but admitted their efforts to repair their on-again, off-again relationship did not work out. As their chain was finally severed by giant cutters, the pair said they couldn't wait to go their separate ways. The guy who came up with the idea, after his girlfriend said she wanted to break up, said they are happy to be free. For nearly three months, the couple had no personal space and did everything together. Every, from bathroom breaks to grocery shopping. The pair said the lack of privacy had cost them their relationship and their wedding plans. See, at first I was like, all right, you're really putting it to the test here. But then I read that she wanted to break up, and then he came up with this idea, which I don't know in what way do you think more time together would fix her wanting to break up. I don't really understand that one. That's a good point. But also, yeah. I don't know any couple that would want to go to the bathroom with each other every second of every day. No. No. So no. I feel like you kind of set yourself up for failure there. I, I don't know. That's taken it to the extreme. 123 days of being attached to someone. I mean, I will say if they got through it, then they were definitely meant for each other. But they're, True. But the fact is they didn't get through it, and I don't think that means that they weren't meant for each other. <laughs> I think that they just royally screwed that up. A Michigan man replacing the concrete steps on his home made an unusual discovery during the demolition. Do you have that for me? I do. Let me pull this up. He found over 100 bowling balls underneath the concrete, mixed into the concrete. David Olson started documenting uh, his uncovering of the Brunswick balls on Facebook. Pictures shared showed dozens of balls, around 120 in all, packed in sand and gravel inside the steps by his back door of his home in Muskegon, uh, Michigan. He contacted the company, the uh, Brunswick company. He contacted the company who is headquartered nearby to make sure that the old balls were not an environmental hazard. He was told that they're safe and could be dumped in a landmill. He writes, I am planning to upcycle these babies and let their beauty and strength be shown to the world. Does that mean he's going to polish the uh, bowling ball? Why? I don't understand. Are they valuable? Were you hiding them? Like, I don't, I don't get the logic here. You must, somebody must have had, now, why would you have 120 bowling balls to begin with? I don't know. And you couldn't, you couldn't decide on the right one? Throw them in there to be filler, none I guess? Of, none of them had the right feel to it, so you kept buying some until you found the right one? Now, I think I've told you that uh, Josh and Kat are buying a house. Yep. And the one they're looking at, they are going to be demolishing the steps outside yeah. 
So I, I really hope there's bowling balls. I definitely showed them that picture before they went to uh, Virginia. Does it have any like mm. structural advantage of putting? I I wouldn't just, think so. It's just but filler. I, I, think, uh, right? I don't I don't want to claim to be an expert in the field, so yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just filler, I guess. I I have no idea. Still to come, we're going to talk to uh, Taylor Cormier, who, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I met Taylor when he was going to uh, Greater Bedford Folk Tech High School, and he came. He was an intern at the radio station, and then it just developed where you know we used him on uh, vacations when he was home from college. Uh, he was a newsman, became a talk show host, became the news director. Now he's working for Howie Carr, but besides that little side job he's got the, a, sh- a show where he is uh, not imitating frank sinatra but singing the sinatra hits and we're going to check in with him in just a few minutes all right we had a chance uh, chance to connect with him yesterday time now for some red flags that a job will suck just from the description this is from buzzfeed members of the buzzfeed community were asked to share how they can tell a job will suck based on the description alone. Number one is too much jargon. If the posting has a lot of buzzwords, but nothing of actual substance about what the job actually is, then that's a sign that it's time to run. Okay. All right. Uh, Number two is not including the salary. That's a big red flag. Now, do a lot of companies do that? I don't know. Um, I always thought salary was... I'm currently self-employed doing this, so I'm not really an expert on job descriptions. I would think that that's a problem, though. I mean, my my knowledge says that w- when, with a job comes payment. Right. That's what I've always kind of known. So right. I feel like that should that should probably. I, there's not many jobs that people are going to do without really caring about the money. I just I, don't I see that, that in the job description many times. But really? Yeah, yeah I, I can. I, I can feel see like it, it should be there. Though. If you make it to the interview. I can see you just like a range, maybe give a range, a range. Yeah. yeah like you can make this up to this. I don't know. Right. Uh, number three, willing to take on responsibility and leadership roles within their team in a non-managerial position means they want a manager for the salary of a non-managerial employee. Yeah. It, or, sorry. Keep going. Or they want the, all the employees to overwork to prove that they should be in charge. I was going to say that's their way of getting more work done without paying you more. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's messed up. That's a red That flag. happens a lot. Yes. How about when they say um, the ability to work as a team or any variation of that theme? Basically, that means that the boss will always have the final say and that creativity is not highly valued. That one's kind of a stretch, I feel like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's really a, I don't know. A lot of jobs require you to work as a team, I feel like. Yeah. So. Uh, number five, if you see language like high energy or highly motivated. It should be a given that a potential candidate would be motivated to perform their duties. If the employer feels the need to point this out, you can bet they have a history of high turnover with unhappy former employers or employees. See, you think it would be a given, but um, there's definitely some <laughs> unmotivated people that, that apply. Yeah, that's true. And get the job and somehow keep the job. Not not yeah. saying names, but it ha- <laughs> it most definitely happens for sure. How about if you're looking at a, a job posting and it says schedule TBD to be determined? Yeah, I don't I don't understand how that can be a thing. That that is definitely a warning sign. If you are considering me for a position, I'm considering you as a potential employer as well. We're both interviewing each other. 
You have a right to know what the expectation of your hourly commitment will be, give or take a few mutually agreed upon changes. Please, please never accept a position that has a TBD on the end. Yeah, to like, be determined. Even if it's a job with like a flexible schedule, like uh, not flexible. Flexible hours. Sense. Yeah, like yeah. where you might work at different times. Still mention that. Don't say TBD. People are trying to plan their lives here, people. Speaking of that, when a job says they offer flexible hours, they don't mean flexible for you. They mean they uh, want you to have no life outside of work and that they are planning on absolutely wrecking your sleep schedule. I'm convinced that any job assumes that you have no life outside of work and any school, like co- like college professors, assume that the only thing you're ever doing is their class. Yes. That's yep. 100% the case. They don't care if you are working. Like um, my friend Justin, who we talk about sometimes, he had a professor that he had a class at like noon and there was he would after the class send you a quiz that was due by five PM that day. Wow. And Justin was like, I have work yeah. you know, four to nine. How am I supposed to physically do this? Like you- and many kids reached out to this professor and he did not budge. But it's like wow. they, they think that you don't have a job. They think that you literally your life is just school and, and their class. They don't care about other classes. Just, just I know they're class. big on, you know, like time management in college that you have to have time management and stick to your schedule. But that's crazy. Yeah, but they're not reasonable. Right. Yeah, like, right. There's definitely people that don't have time management and suffer, but there's people that have really good time management and and still somehow suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rule number eight here. Urgently hiring usually means they have a high turnover rate and can't keep employees very long. I don't know. I mean, I guess sometimes. Yeah. These are red flags when you're applying for a job. Number nine, clock watchers need not apply. Everybody's a clock watcher. Prove me wrong. (laughs) Now, that usually means they'll frequently expect you to stay later than your contracted hours. But you're right, I think. I would say like 95% of people are just waiting for the day to end, which is sad. It really is, but like that's just the truth. Hmm. Even if you love the job, there's definitely days where you can't wait until 5 o'clock is. And finally, we're not a company, we're a family. It's almost guaranteed to be a toxic environment. Clicks, guilt trips, crossing professional boundaries, favoritism, those can all uh, come out of we're not a company, we're a family. Yeah, I've definitely, not personally, but I've heard of and I've had people that have told me stories where the whole family thing is like just a, it's just a way for them to get you to do more like and give up what you actually want. Uh, if, they yeah. convin- if they convince you that you're a family, you're like, all right, well, this is my family. I got to I gotta step up. <laughs> you, you really don't. The sad part is they, they expect you to do the bare minimum. Like, like you need to do the bare minimum in order to keep the job most right. of the time. Right. But they try and get you to do the maximum, and they don't pay you more for it. That's just the truth. I'm, I'm just sitting here as a salty, uh, <laughs> non-expert in any of this. But as a guy that used to bring his laptop on every vacation, right, so that I could keep, keep tabs on what's yep. going on at work, you know, and always call in, always check my email. Uh, there comes a day when they don't need you anymore. I was gonna say when you, or when you need something and they, and they don't help. And, uh, yeah, you start to realize it. Whole thing changes. Yeah. I found a restaurant story over the weekend that I thought was interesting. Of course, we talked a bit last week about uh, our lack of love for Burger King. Yes. You may have heard Matt and I mention uh, our love for Mm Chick-fil-A, which, uh, I don't know. We've talked about this a couple of times. The Chick-fil-A that we have down in Virginia, Mm -hmm. for some reason, tastes so much better 
than the Chick-fil-A that you get. Where, where do we have one around here? Seekonk? Seekonk, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because... Wait, how do you... Have you had the one in Seekonk? Uh, have I? Uh, no, but I guess I, there's one in Dedham, too. Maybe your mom has. Oh, okay. I was yeah. going to say, I don't think I've been to the one in Seekonk. No, but I, I think your mom's been to the one in Dedham. And the chicken seems fresher in Virginia. And I don't know if it's because they're so close to all the chicken plants down there. I because don't know. Tyson has a big plant down there. Purdue has a big plant down there. But anyway, Chick-fil-A leads the restaurant industry once again in customer satisfaction. For the seventh year in a row, Chick-fil-A has the highest rating for customer satisfaction among large, full, and limited service restaurants. The American Customer Satisfaction Index Survey included interviews with over 19,000 people. Chick-fil-A's rating, 83 out of 100. Chick-fil-A has it figured out, man. Like, I was talking with Trish about this the other day because we went to Popeye's, and it, it took a while. It was quite it was quite a, quite a day at Popeye's. But I will say, I wasn't mad because... You know, things happen. Yeah. Something, you know, they could have been understaffed. People could have called out. People could have been sick. So it's whatever. We got our food. It was good. But Chick-fil-A never has problems. Like, their drive-thru, there could be 50 cars in the drive-thru. Yeah. You'll get out of there in 10 minutes. Like, it. I don't know how other places haven't been like, hey, we should probably copy Chick-fil-A. But yeah. Chick-fil-A has it figured out. Also, their hiring process must either be just really good or illegal in some way because they hire the best people and I don't understand how that happens. Yeah, everybody's so polite yeah. and everybody's so, it's like... And they're all like teenagers too. Like, yeah. I've never seen so many teen- teenagers so polite all at once. I, it, I was a teenager. I wasn't that polite. Yeah. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Always room for a little attitude, right? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe they just, uh, they're good at they hiding we- it. Yeah, they weed them all out. I don't but know. yeah, they, they, they have it figured out. Among 36 major full and limited service restaurant chains, McDonald's landed the lowest customer satisfaction with a score of 70 out of 100. Some well-known chains uh, fared in the mid to low range of customer ratings. Those included Arby's, 77 out of 100. Duncan, same thing. Buffalo Wild Wings with a 76. Sonic with a 73. Papa John's had a 77. How is Arby's in business? Does anyone go to Arby's? I think I've had Arby's once in my entire life. We do in Virginia Beach. Uh, when I'm down there, uh, I don't know if it's uh, my son-in-law, Stephen, but, but somebody loves Arby's. and But it might be a once a month or once every other month thing. I had it once. It was pretty good, but I don't know if I'll ever have it, have it again. It wasn't that good. It was I don't know. Like, just didn't okay. wow. It didn't wow me. Yeah. It didn't. I mean, maybe I, if somebody else wants it, I'll get it. Let us know in the chat. Have you had Arby's? Because I'm convinced they just pour all their money into marketing, and then no one actually goes there. <laughs> Is that the one that has the guy with the big uh, bass voice? Yeah. Arby's. We have the meats. Yes. But I don't think anyone ever goes there. No. I don't know. We do I'm, have a couple chats. Here. I'm one that has gone there. Um, back to the work thing. Uh, Abby says, "I've worked at a family place, and it was just them taking advantage of employees." Yeah, Ooh, I feel okay. like that, I feel like that's that's the thing there. Nathan did say, coming from a manager, we put flexible hours on our job description, and it actually means your hours are flexible. Nice. And he also nice. says we understand people have lives outside of work. What I think is that's happening, rare. I think I think Nathan's trying to get me to be an accountant. I think <laughs> I think is what this is. Um, I'm sorry, Nathan, but I'm going to need a lot of money if you want me to if you want me to do that. Okay. What what can you offer? <laughs> let, let me know. Have your people call he, my people. He can offer flexible hours. That's, That's what he can yeah. offer. Yeah. Yeah. No money, but flexible hours. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But that that is good. That's good. To, we need more companies like that. 
Um, Gary says, tried going to Taco Bell last night. They ran out of beef, cheese, tacos, Baja Blast. All they had left was rice and beans. Still didn't go to Burger King. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, literally, if every other place was closed and I had no food in my house, I still wouldn't go to Burger King. I would just, I would starve for the night. That's just how, the truth. How could Taco Bell run out of all that? Obviously, Taco somebody Bell, didn't order, right? Taco Bell has some issues supply-wise, I think. I, I don't know. I feel like that's a common problem with Taco Bell is they don't have things. Also... We were talking about this the other night. We talk about fast food so much. Like, people probably think we're the most unhealthy people in the world. But anyways. We might have it maybe once a week. Yeah. But, so we had Taco Bell the other day with Kat and Josh. You can get a quesarito from Taco Bell if you order it on the app, but you can't if you go to Taco Bell. They're pushing that app. They want you to use that app. I guess. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, Taco Bell, if you're listening, because I know that no. The CEO of Taco Bell for sure Every turns on the morning. Pete Bailey show as he drives to work. Right. Um, I have stopped going to Taco Bell because you got rid of the quesarita. So, I mean, <laughs> are you winning? I don't know. I mean, I'm just, you lost my order. So, But if you use the app, you can get the quesarita? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I'm just saying, put it back on the menu and maybe you'll win me back. My thing with Taco Bell is there's there seems to be so many different things you can order. I I get the same thing all the time. Well, so I don't I, I don't know what's going on. I think that's what they're why they're cutting back. They they like they're big on ex, uh, how how do I pronounce this Exclus, exclusivity. exclusivity. Yeah. Yep. Um, like they like the nacho fries they'll bring and they'll bring back, which I think is somewhat smart. But the quesarito, mm-hmm. man, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Anyways, that's we funny. don't want that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, Abby says I've never had Chick Fil A. Well, that's because you don't have like civilization up there. <laughs> you probably don't have any restaurants. I went. I'll, I'll have to see. You where have the... you have Craig hunt for your food every yeah, day. That's yeah. it. If Craig doesn't hunt, you guys don't eat. I'll that's, have that's to. Uh, I'll have to Google the nearest Chick Fil A. But it's just it's a to me a really delicious chicken, and yeah. it's uh, the experience with people is is just, I just fantastic. Wish the political issues weren't there. Like, why can't we yeah. just have good food with no problems without making me feel bad about going there? I don't even know what the political issues are anymore. I don't know. We don't need. I think they've, they've, I mean, I've heard they've worked it out where like it's not as bad as it was, but I don't know. We'll we'll leave that for another day. I do have, I do have a Facebook friend who uh, anytime I post something about, when we drive to Virginia Beach, Chick-fil-A is one of the stops. It's a destiny. It's in Milford, uh, Delaware. Where we get lunch every time. And that's lunch. And whenever I post a picture that we're here, you know, my friend says, sorry, Pete, can't can't believe you go there. You know, can't support them. If it makes you feel any better, I feel bad about it. Um, But it's really good chicken. (laughs) As I eat the delicious chicken. Abby says, I I did go to Arby's once like 20 years ago, but you never went back. Yeah. Notice that. Um, Gail says, I worked at Arby's in the 70s. Okay. I still like their potato cakes and burger topped with ham, but don't go often. I didn't know Arby's was around for that long. Like, to me, Arby's is just like, I don't know, just just a random thing. Right. But what is a potato cake? Hmm. I don't know. Is it kind of like a, I'm trying to think, like hash brown? What did, uh, somebody made for breakfast one time, it was like mashed potatoes with like cheese and sour made there. Sour made there, yeah. But then you bake it. I wonder if it's similar to that. Right. Because I, I remember telling Sarah that- Wow, you actually found a use for leftover because I don't, I won't eat leftover mashed potatoes. Yeah, I just, you know, and and yeah. you wouldn't even know they they were leftover. Yeah, she also said a burger top with ham. I wonder if it's the round ham, and if so, then this guy that created round ham is a fraud. There you go. 
It was the, already the there. It was Arby's. It was, it was our favorite restaurant, Arby's, that created that. <laughs> so what do we got? We got Burger King and Arby's way down, yeah. right? I mean, Arby's isn't like... Burger King is just like not good. I don't know what... Like, Arby's isn't not good. It's just like, I don't know. To me, it's just... I don't understand how they're still in business. Okay. I just feel like they're just not big enough. <laughs> Shall we get to Taylor? I guess. Okay. Are there any more fast food restaurants we can rash about? Uh, probably. I think give, I'm good for now. Give me a moment. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor Cormier, as I said before, uh, he was someone who started as an intern back at uh, BSM when I was working there. Uh, in fact, I think I hired him. And uh, he worked his way up to being in the news department. Then he was a talk show host on weekends. And then he got a daily talk show. Then he became news director about the time I left. Uh and since, he has gone on to work for the Howie Carr Show. But in spite of all that, he he became a new dad. And in spite of all that, he does this uh, Taylor Cormier sing Sinatra. And uh, that's kind of an interesting story. So I reached out to him, and his schedule is crazy. So we were able to connect on the holiday because it was his day off. And we'll share that with you now. It is so great to connect with you, uh, Taylor, and uh, you're such a busy guy now. We're actually uh, doing this on the holiday. We may have changed the studio calendars to, say, July 6th, but we're actually here on the 5th. i got to pay Matt double time here for this. Yep, that's what it's all about. That's it. Twice what you normally get. Yep. Um, so you're a busy guy. What What is your... Uh, what is your life like now? And we'll get into the new baby in a few minutes, but yeah. what is your work life like now? Well, today, the fifth, is a rare day off for me. Um, in the radio biz, you get Christmas and Thanksgiving, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Aside from your regular vacation time that you can take. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm up at you know, 5.30, 6 in the morning. I'm out of the door at 8, and I don't come back through the door until 8 p.m. So I'm, I'm out of the house for 12 hours a day, working 10 of those hours, two of them commuting. That's a lot of fun. Five days a week. <laughs> but the executive producer of the Howie Car Show, is that right? Of the Howie Car Show, yeah. Um, that's, it's, a, it's a great job. I'm, I'm glad I was able to make that connection through the station I used to work at and you used to work at as well, VSM. Uh, Howie came in one day, did a remote broadcast, and I was just running the board for him. And it was, I really did nothing. Uh, don't tell anybody that, but, uh, the, the mailroom manager took a liking to me. I drove Howie from the studio to the theater where he was doing another uh, show. And, uh, that forged a connection where I was asked to fill in a few times for the producers up there. And that turned into a full-time gig. Wow. You just never know, right? You never know. That's I've always said when, whenever there's an opportunity, never say no, figure it out later, but say yes now. <laughs> so, you say you had that that ten hour day. Uh, it, what does he do? A four hour, five hour show? And and what is your like? What is your day like? What happens when you get in in the morning? So when I get in, I uh, I'm actually a lot more involved than with just the show. I do a lot of the administrative stuff. So uh, everything that has to do with traffic and commercials, I'm producing the commercials. I'm scheduling the commercials. I'm writing up the contracts for the clients. I'm organizing everything to do with the sh uh, show store websites, putting up all the, the cheap bastard deals that we do. This is a family show. I don't know if we can say that's, that. All right. That's all right. I think I said shit last week. I yeah. swear uh -oh. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really said. Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, that's a lot more fun, right? You don't have to worry about that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no dump button. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, a lot of my day is comprised of that stuff from about nine in the morning to one in the afternoon. That's what I'm doing until about one o'clock. I'm that's when I start gathering things for the show, sound bites that we're going to be using, uh, stories that Howie wants to talk about, scheduling guests. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a lot. And of course, during the show, I'm running the board, making sure everything's running as smoothly as possible. So he's not based out of any radio station anymore, right? He's got his own place? Right. We've got our own place. Uh, it is in Needham. And so we have our own studio. We have our own production suite, our own. Uh, basically, they built it out to be a television studio that also works for radio. Right. And we are, you know, syndicated to about 24, 25 different stations throughout New England. And now one in Arizona for no reason. <laughs> uh, is it, no, it's New Mexico, New Mex Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to picture how he's, you know, I mean, he, he's a New England guy, you know, and, right. and how he plays in New Mexico, but they, they must like him. They must like him. I mean, he does more of a, um, a national show now than when he used to, when he was mm -hmm. just on WRKO. He was just basically doing Boston talk radio. Right. But now that he's got his own network, he's doing a lot more of a national a nationally themed show. I mean, we've we've had a lot of biggies on throughout the years. Um, even the last president came on the show. At, I scheduled him. Uh, wow. That's that's a that's a point of pride for me. I, I he he said I know not everybody's a fan, but hey, it's a sitting president. I don't care who it is. That's cool. Uh, he he came on the show and uh, I said, Mr. President, thanks for coming on. And he I guess he was going to be doing a rally in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And he said, Do me a favor. How is it pronounced? Is it pronounced Sportsmith? And I said, yes, Mr. President, Sportsmith. <laughs> Very good. Where's Howie? Let's get him on. So I told the president how to say Sportsmith, New Hampshire. There you go. Now, I hope you're not going to get uh, hate mail or tweets here because you said, no, you, you said the last president, not our current president. No, uh, well, hey, whatever you want to believe, there's there's a guy that's in office and there's a guy that's not in office. So that's that's the way it is. That's the way it shook out. Now, we met when you were a junior, I think, at Greater New Bedford Folk Tech. Yeah, that's about right, I think. Yeah. yeah. Is that where you're because another reason that we have Taylor on today is because of his singing. You do the Sinatra thing. And my question is. Is that where your love of performing started back at uh, with, with Mr. Was it Mr. Morrissey? Mr. Morrissey, yeah, at Folk Tech, Greater New Bedford Regional Vocational Technical High School. It's the go. full name. That was a graduation requirement to say the full name of the school without yeah. stumbling. <laughs> well, uh, somebody contacted me from the school once because when we used to do sports scores, we used to say, you know, uh, Voke beat New Bedford six to three. And I got an email saying, could you please say it's Greater New Bedford Regional Vocational Technical High School? And I was like, OK. <laughs> I, I think we're able to shorten that to Voke Tech. Yes, New Bedford Voke Tech. Voke Tech. Yes. yes. But anyway, is that uh, where your love started of being on stage? Yeah, I think so. I was um, I had come up through a private school. And uh, by the time I got to Greater New Bedford Book Tech, I was, it was culture shock for me. I was a shy kid, you know, 12 years old, going into high school. I started school a year early. Um, so, but I, I knew I, I really enjoyed theater. So I auditioned for A Christmas Carol and uh, they gave me a couple of bit parts, but I saw my name on the, uh, on the readout of, of 
the cast members and it said, Taylor, Adam and Ben. I said, they like me so much. They gave me two parts. Wow. <laughs> they were tiny, insignificant roles, but I was, was just very happy to be a part of it. So yeah, I did theater all throughout high school, did it through college, uh, did a few community things after I got out of college. And uh, I've, I've pretty much stopped. I'm too busy for anything with theater. But um, singing is something I really enjoy doing. Um, back when I was working at the former station, I did it because I really needed the money because I didn't get paid a lot working there. Yeah, I but never now did, I just I, I never did pay you a lot, but we had fun. That's right. You were my first boss, and you you were to blame for my pay scale. <laughs> he doesn't. Hold I'm grudges. just kidding. He doesn't no. hold grudges, no. not at all. No. <laughs> But yeah, now and now I just do it for fun. And um, anybody who schedules me, I, I have a hard time saying no. Yeah. Now, what made you land on Sinatra? We used to always comment. You know, we would do. I would say things to Taylor like, uh, "Can you download the uh, Grammy Awards last night?" And he'd be like, "Well, who are these people?" You know, because you were uh, a, the definite uh, example of an old soul, right? You have always loved the classics. Yeah. Uh, well, behind me. Is my wall of Gleason? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you are. I got to get Matt to watch the honeymooners. He hasn't seen. That's that. right. That's right. Uh, hold on. Uh oh. This is Jackie Gleason's golf club. You got Jackie Gleason's golf club? Yeah, I don't know if you can read it, but it. Oh yeah, it does have his name on it. Yeah, yeah. This was authenticated at auction. I don't know how I ended up with it, but uh, I ended up with it. So, um, were you always an old soul? I mean, yeah. How did my, you my father the honeymooners? My father watched. Um, well, I didn't watch a lot of stuff, but he listened to a lot of Neil Diamond and some Sinatra. But I grew up on Neil Diamond and Jimmy Buffett and Jim Croce, all those guys. Uh, basically, anybody that you hear on easy 99.1 is who, who I listened to growing up. So instead of progressing musically, I regressed. I went back to, uh, from those guys, I went back to the Beatles. I gained something of an appreciation for them, but I never really caught on to the Beatles. Then I went back into, uh, you know, Elvis and doo-wop and big band. And I, I settled on the, on the Rat Pack. Those are my guys. And uh, Sinatra, now, is there a name for your show? Is it Taylor Sings Sinatra or? It's, yeah, just Taylor Cormier Sings Sinatra. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all those places. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, I'm not an impersonator or anything. I, I could never, never do that. First of all, I don't have his build, a little larger. But <laughs> yeah, um, I just really enjoy the, uh, the music. And I, I love bringing memories back for people. You know, there's a lot of younger people that come out to see me um, that were brought up kind of the same way. You know, their grandparents listened to a lot of that music and it reminds them of their grandparents or their great grandparents in some cases. Uh, I used to do the, believe it or not, I used to do some of the nursing homes and they would ask me, do you have any Roy Orbison or, or the Beatles or somebody newer than Sinatra, they were getting too young in the nursing homes to remember the Sinatra songs. <laughs> I, I never thought that they would come, but here we are. The ever-evolving world, huh? So I, we were talking about your appearances. When is your next appearance? Uh, I'm going to be at the 
Ale House Cigar Bar in Providence, Rhode Island on July 10th. It's a late show from nine to midnight. Uh, so I don't, I won't be getting home till two in the morning, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good atmosphere. And if, if anybody's worried about being in a smoky atmosphere, they've got great filtration systems. So, I mean, yes, it does smell like cigars, but uh, it's, it's not foggy. You know, you can, not you can foggy. see other people. <laughs> yeah. You can breathe. Yeah. It just has a nice sound to it though, right? You're going to be at a cigar bar singing. Uh, that, I mean, that just, it was, it's a, you know, you, you've got a nice cocktail in your hand. You've got, it's a nice atmosphere, a lot of leather chairs. It's, it's just so perfect. I'm, I'm glad that marriage came to be. Uh, that was through an old friend of mine. Uh, we used to be a bouncer here in New Bedford, but it's, it's a great, great venue. Small, but it's, it's nice. I like to say intimate. So how long is your, uh, is your uh, show? It's three hours, and we cover a lot of the, the great hits. I, I try to throw a few more obscurities in there, something that you might not have heard before. Um, some real obscurities. I've got, uh, you know, Sinatra covered a lot of different people, uh, including James Taylor, uh, Billy Joel. Really? Wow. Uh, yeah, James Taylor, maybe, maybe I'm misquoting, but I know he did cover Billy Joel, Just the Way You Are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I throw that one in. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a few oddities in there but it's, it's a lot of fun. Wow. And, and how did that all start? You said you just, uh, back when you were at, at BSM, you just needed some. At BSM, uh, with the uh, former general manager, um, turned saleswoman, Gail LeBlanc, rest her soul. She mm-hmm. came up to me. She says, I've, I've got this, uh, this client in South Dartmouth. It was the bucket. The bucket. Paid in Arum. Yeah. Ice cream, uh, location. And they said, they're looking for somebody to do some songs. I said, well, I mean, I've got some gear. I can throw something together. Uh, so we did, and I ended up doing that throughout the summer for the next couple of years. I was actually just looking at my Facebook memories yesterday. My first show was, I think, yesterday, seven years ago, and I said, I can't believe I've been, I've been schlepping out to places with giant speakers and a microphone, wearing a suit for seven years doing shows. <laughs> but here I am, there you go. and I look forward to it every time. That there's not been one time where I've said, Oh, I wish I didn't have this gig. I always enjoy it. I sing the same stuff. I'm hearing the same thing over and over and over. So I can only imagine what it was like for these guys who go out on the road for 20 years sure. doing these same songs over and over. You grow a disdain for a lot of the music, but I, I have not developed that. And I don't plan on developing that anytime soon. And of course, I have to say congratulations on becoming a dad. Thank you. Thank you. It's still very strange. How old is he? He's 10 months. He's 10 oh. months. Okay. So we're coming up on a year and it's, it's still weird. Uh, to think of myself as a father, uh, it's, it's a very strange feeling. Uh, it, 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 does that ever sink in? One day it must, right? Yeah, we think so. You know, I mean, he's my my youngest. Yeah. My youngest is 22. So still I, living at home. <laughs> still living at home. Yeah, this, <laughs> it's, it's a different world than than 30 years ago. I was still living at home at 22. Then again, I was working in radio at 22. So That's you're right. just doing podcasting and retail. You might be there for a while longer. Yeah, but, but I'm happy with it. <laughs> what is his name again? Harrison. Harrison. Right. Right. Yeah. How, how did you uh, how did you decide on Harrison? Is that a, a, a family name or? There are several reasons why. Uh, one, I was always a big fan of Harrison Ford, and <laughs> I just thought that name was a very strong masculine regal name uh the other reason is my grandfather 
he could never remember my name. I, I was Taylor Tyler to him as well. Oh, cool. <laughs> he he would uh, he would cycle. He would go through the cycles of of his children. Go, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, Glenn, uh, 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 Harry. Harry, come over here. It, it would always end up on Harry. He didn't know anybody named Harry, but it was just a colloquial name. So I, I wanted to you know, kind of honor him in, in that regard. So I've got a son that I can call Harry and actually mean it. Yeah, cool. I like that. And his middle name is James. Harry James is the first band leader that Sinatra sang with. So I, I, I snuck that in. I didn't tell my wife that. Oh, <laughs> The news is out now. So your your next appearance is July 10th, right? And what's the name again? Yep, the Ale House Cigar Bar. The Ale House Cigar Bar in Providence. Uh, They've got a Facebook page, Instagram. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Oh, it's great to see you guys. So Taylor Cormier, thank you so much for being with us. We recorded that yesterday. And uh, yeah, check out his show. We'll let you know about any upcoming shows. A reminder for you once again, if you like what we do here, please click like on our uh, videos or posts. We also post throughout the day, and you can share those. And if you know someone that used to like the the radio show and and used to listen, maybe you can tell them where we are. Tell them how to uh, find us on uh, YouTube. And and, tell them Matt's here now. Yeah, the show's even better because we got Matt here. Some say it's the best it's ever been. Not my words. Other people. I can't name them. I can't quote them, but I mean... might be true because it's probably you uh, maybe maybe yeah keeps me young though that's what i say keeps Mm. keeps me young uh but also very important if you could to uh click subscribe if you have not done so yet that'll just about do it for today i don't know what what do you have going on today uh let's see what do i have let's see the the struggle is i have a list of what i have to do today but it's all the way upstairs on a whiteboard (laughs) um stuff for the show typically some music stuff you know just just vibing uh, That's me. Just that when you don't know what to say, just say that you're vibing. I might actually be uh, running over to the what do we call it? the BPW Board of Public Works to get my hurricane sticker. Is it BPW or DPW? Sometimes I have a Department of Public Works and some have a Board of Public Works. So I don't know which one we have. Who knows what we have? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have to keep an eye on uh, Hurricane. What is it? I um, don't know. I uh, no from Fro- Elsa. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you did say that the other day. Yes. Yeah, is uh, I guess it hit Cuba this weekend, and now we have to watch. Some of the hurricane maps have it coming up this way on Friday. So oh. going to get prepared, get the old hurricane sticker and everything. Yeah, so. a couple quick chats. Gloria says, that was great with Taylor Cormier. It was a great interview. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and Abby says, can we get Chick-fil-A this week while I'm down there? See, here's the struggle. We don't have a Chick-fil-A very close to us. Right. The nearest Chick-fil-A is like, how far away is Seekonk? 30 minutes? Mm, 25 yeah, maybe, minutes? Maybe 25, yeah. So, I don't know. We can yeah, see. We, we'll have to talk with the boss, the boss lady. <laughs> All right. Our uh, thought for the day today comes to us from Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer, who once said, if you believe it will work out, you'll see opportunities. If you believe it won't, you'll see obstacles. Ah, so, there's I your like thought. It. There's your thought for this Tuesday. Right? It's not Monday. It's Tuesday. Let's see. Hold on. Tuesday. You're on the right. Tuesday. So thank you for uh, joining us today, and uh, go out and make it a good day. Peace.